I see a struggle now within Alive in my soul As I'm dying to sin I do the things that I hate So I hate what I do
Welcome to Notes from Above, the program that explores the intersection of music and faith. And I am your co-host, Deacon Tom Lowy. And I'm Sister Sarah Burdick. And we have one fine musician today. We do, indeed. We are going to uh, feature uh, the music of John Michael Talbot. Uh, John Michael, whom we've interviewed in the past, a mm-hmm. uh, wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a huge opus. I mean, I, I imagine he has 30 recordings to his name. I'm talking about 30, you know, CDs. I mean, who knows how many songs, just hundreds and hundreds of songs. Uh, he's very, very prolific. Uh, he's one of the fathers of uh, contemporary Christian music. And, uh, uh, and, and unusually for the genre itself of, you know, contemporary, you know, Christian music, um, John Michael Talbot's roots are, are very Catholic, very deeply Catholic, uh, and not necessarily what you would call Protestant. Um, and, uh, so, uh, we're, we're going to go in and focus on some of the songs that he has taken directly from sacred scripture or that he has, um, uh, paraphrased either word for word or paraphrased, uh, from sacred scripture. And it's, um, it's taken from a 1990 release called Hiding Place. That's the name of the recording. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, we just listened to a beautiful piece called Confession. Uh, and it's, um, a, um, uh, I think it's a pretty direct quotation from, uh, 1 John, uh, 1. And, uh, it just, I, I love that, that beautiful guitar, that, that very, uh, brittle and, um, uh, frontal sound that he's able to get out of it. He's a great guitarist. His voice is just, uh, I mean, when you hear it, it's so soothing. It takes you into a place of, of true comfort, and, but also of of contemplation. So he's a very uh, contemplative uh, performer. Uh, and uh, the production here, by the way, uh, for every single song that we hear is by the great uh, Nashville uh, uh, producer. The guy's name is uh, Billy Ray Hearn. If you like what you hear, in in many ways, it's because of Billy Ray, who died not too long ago, actually. Oh, yeah, but great stuff. Great yeah, stuff. Yeah, and you know, Deacon Tom, I <clears throat> I love the fact that I know this is going to shock you that he uses scripture for his lyrics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it is interesting because what we just heard does come from First John, and uh, it it's fun to read. First John, but I mean to read the Gospel of John and to read First John together. So, for example, yes, yes, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so, I know this. Yeah. yeah. For example, this song focuses on First John chapter one, uh, and in this is what we heard him sing: that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and touched with our hands, concerning the word of life. That's a meditation right there. Yes, it is. This is John proclaiming, we have seen him, we have touched him, we have heard him. This is what we're talking about here. Right. This is genuine. This is genuine information I'm giving you. That's what I am John a, is doing. I am a witness, yes. I, right? Yes. I am a, a witness to this. Um, and Anyway, but if you compare the first letter of John, chapter 1, verses 1 to 7, and compare that to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 to 18, it starts with... In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and mm-hmm. the Word was God. And then First John, that which was from the beginning. Exactly right. right. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, Deacon Tom, let's think about this. So John is speaking of, yes, what he has seen, what he has heard, what he has touched. We have heard, in a yes. certain way, have heard... Um, have we touched, I guess you could say, in, in the Eucharist? In the Eucharist, Have right. Have we seen? Uh, one of the things I was pondering is that 
Jesus should be seen in us. So when people see you, Deacon Tom, they should say, what is it about that guy? Hmm. 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 He's different. Why? Right? You know, Jesus should be seen in us every day. So, and, and what does that mean? Perhaps in the way that, the way we drive, oh, uh-oh. Do we do we cut people off or do we you know No way. Them, Never. No, oh no, no, I'm oh, not, no, that's not me. No. Do uh-uh. we you know do we go uh do we uh tail people? Do we you know in the passing lane you just ride their bumpers? No. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but how do we speak to people? Do we do we love them? Do they see Jesus in us? Yeah. That would be yeah. a, a great thing if people yeah. say. I you know, I, I I love how the song opens here by the way. And, and I wanted to go talk <clears throat> about this a little bit as well because it opens with I see a struggle now within hmm. alive in my soul as I'm dying to sin. As I am dying to sin. He says, I do the things that I hate. That's Paul, right? Right. So mm-hmm. I hate what I do. And who will deliver me? But thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, for there is no condemnation at all. Now, I wanted to go and talk a little bit about that, that struggle. You know, when, when we recognize that there's a struggle happening within us, and, and this is, by the way, should be a daily event. I'm sure of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why that is happening is exactly what, what, uh, what John Michael, uh, you know, says. He says, it, I, that, that struggle is happening within, it's alive in my soul because I am dying to sin. I'm actually, that's actually happening. You know, I'm con- being converted. Yeah. I'm not fully converted. I'm being converted. Exactly. Right. It's an ongoing thing. Right. 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 That's why as Catholics, we don't say once saved, always saved. That's right. You know, right. it's it's ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and Father Francis Martin used to say, you know, uh, Basically, what you just quoted comes from Romans 7. You know, Paul says, I don't do what I know I should do. I know I do what I hate. You know, I do this anyway. And that's the flesh in us. Um, The flesh battles against the spirit. But Romans 7 is like life with under the flesh. But Romans 8 is life under the spirit. Yeah. Life in the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. right. Yeah. Have you ever caught yourself... uh, in a, in a moment where you're very angry or something's happening, mm-hmm. you know, and you say, well, you say to yourself, not necessarily outside, well, why am I doing this? Sure. Why is this happening? What, What's going on? You mean, you mean like your own reaction? Is yeah, that your, your own right. reaction to your own behavior. Why, yeah, why am I, why am I making such a big deal about this? Yeah. Right. right. I wish I was not. Well, that, that whole, that whole wish, that whole, you know, uh, it's very earnest. We, we don't want to be, we don't want to be broken. Right. We we want to actually be with God. Right. But, you know, when those kinds of things happen, I think it's good for us to stop and just to say, okay, Lord, would you reveal to me what's really going on? Like, mm-hmm. why, why, why is this? I, I could tell a little story if you want. Sure, we got a little time. We got a little time. Go ahead. All right, all right, okay. Um, but but I'm, I'm watching right. the clock, so okay. you know, so if, go if it goes over two minutes, I'm, I'm uh, nailing you. All right, okay. that's all right. fine with me. All right. So uh, years ago, I was coaching um, eighth grade basketball. And, um, oh, my gosh, the refs, we were playing a team that really didn't know the rules. And this one girl on the other team would, in, in order to inbound the ball, you have to be out of bounds and you throw it in to someone who's in. Yeah, yeah. Right? So what this kid kept doing was she would step over the line with the ball, step in bounds, in and play. then pass it. Yeah, right. And, and she just kept doing that. 
And I'm like, rough, you know. And the girls on the bench looked at me because I always said to them, never yell at a ref. And here I am. I'm just like, oh. And it was like over the top, honestly, over the top. I was angry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but Life is unfair, especially on a basketball <laughs> court. Exactly, you know. And, you know, I stepped away from that. And I, I thought, what is the big deal? Why why is that such a strong reaction? Well, I did. I had to kind of think about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, there were a number of things, it's not worth going into all of it, but there were a number of things that happened that I would say were confusing, unjust, all that kind of stuff. So where did it spill out? It's spilling out on the basketball court. Sure. You know? Sure. I actually apologized to the girls yeah. after. I said, you know, that wasn't right. Probably you should apologize to the, to the referee. Well, yeah. I'm not going that okay. far. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm listen sister, I actually one time got thrown out of a game. You did? I did. I did. Was, was that the game I was refing? Because I did. I, yeah. <laughs> I did. I was a referee in college. Yeah, I, throw that, was, that guy out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was I was doing uh, uh, basically Little League uh, football, okay? And uh, I the, uh, uh, an event occurred right at my feet, okay, on the sidelines. I saw what happened, right? Yeah. And I, I said mm-hmm. quite loudly and quite clearly oh, in, no. into this referee. Year, I said, oh, no. call what you see, not what you think you see. Ooh, you got booted. Out. out. Good for that yeah. ref. Yeah, he, he canned me. He said, nah, nah, nah. I'm not <laughs> going to have that. Okay, let's go on to our next oh, sorry, selection. Yeah, okay. no. yeah um, this is the title song to the recording. Okay, this All is right. called Hiding Place. Oh. Let's listen to it. On the other side, we'll have a conversation about it. You are my hiding place. Oh Lord, you save me in my distress. You are my hiding place. You save me from distress. Surround my soul with cries of deliverance. Let every good man pray to you in his hour of need. Flood waters may. But him they shall not read. Let every good man pray in his heart. night 
and cry through the day. I will confess my sin, my guilt I will not hide. I will confess my pride, and God will forgive. You are my hiding place, O Lord. You gaze into the secrets of my soul. That was John Michael Talbot singing Hiding Place, which is a paraphrase of Psalm 32. Um, I want to go also point out the orchestration by Phil Perkins, also another uh, big Nashville guy. Uh, but um, uh, the uh, he uses uh, with, with great strength uh, a cello. And, and you will hear that if you listen to this music today, you know, carefully. And I highly recommend, if you want to get a great, a great recording by John Michael Talbot, Hiding Place. It's on Troubadour Sparrow, yeah, released in 1990, and it is really, really fine. Sister. Yes. Do you feel Here. like there, that there's a hiding place in God? Does that, is that part of your life? Do you yes. hide inside of Him? Oh, yeah. Talk to me about that. Oh, yeah. Well, well, let's talk about this first. Okay, but sure, this is sure. from Psalm 32. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is a, a Psalm of David. And when we, <clears throat> when we don't confess our sin, we tend to hide from God. Yeah, yeah. You know, think about Adam and Eve. You know, they sinned and they hid. They hid from God. They mm-hmm. knew that they had done wrong. Um, but, you know, when we acknowledge our sin, confess our sin, he forgives us, and yes, is he a hiding place? Absolutely. So I think about a couple things. Um, stepping into his heart, so to speak. Oh, good. I like that. Um, stepping into his heart and then really praying for grace to be able to see from the perspective of his heart. Right. You know, Lord, what do you see? What do you love? Mm-hmm. Give me grace to see what you see and to love what you love. Um, so that's one way of looking at it. Another one is um, just, I think about, do I, this would be the reverse, preparing my heart for the Lord. What does it look like inside? Is it a mess? Am I ready? Am I running around crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, but am I ready to receive him? Just as, you know, you would receive a guest into your home, you know, you, you don't keep them standing on the front porch, mm-hmm. you know, but welcoming them in. And what does the house look like? Is it a wreck? Is it clean? Uh-huh. Is it peaceful? What, yeah, yeah. What's going on inside yeah. the house? So I, I compare that with distractions, right? right. You know? Um, and I just, you know, I like to kind of just ask the Lord, just help me to reset here. If I'm distracted, just Lord, help me to just maybe, you know, if it's sitting in our chapel at the mother house, um, Lord, just help me to focus on you. Or sometimes, sometimes there's nothing at all. I'm just sitting there and it's just quiet and very peaceful. Yeah. 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 Well, I watch the you? birds a lot. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Not not the movie The Birds. You're talking. No, I'm I'm, right. I'm talking about the little the little <clears throat> guys are getting fights with each other all day. Oh, all yeah. day long. And you know when the hawk comes, when the when the blue oh. jays start screeching. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then there's action. Yeah. You know, but I, I want to go back to hiding place. You know, yeah. for me, uh, and this does happen uh, regularly. Um, I think the hiding place for me often is the sanctuary itself. Okay, I'm talking about the church sanctuary. Mm-hmm. You know, to go to that holy place, mm. to be present. Yeah. Okay, with God. Okay, uh, the the world is going on all around me. Yeah. It's outside the walls of, of that church. Okay, and 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 what happens is there's a whole bunch of other people who start showing up. Mm-hmm. To come to this hiding place, okay? It's not that it's not part of the world. It's just it's the greater part of the world. Yeah, no, that's it, good. Yeah, the, and and they're led in. It's like there's like a magnet, mm-hmm. okay? That is in that tabernacle. It's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta be here. Oh, I gotta yeah. be with the Lord. Yeah, that's a really great hiding place to be in. Mm, amen. If if you folks are uh, you know um, looking for a place that is absolutely real, okay, supernaturally real. Um, I'm, I highly recommend. If you haven't gone to mass in a while, go, go to mass. You know, go to that church and and um, and sit there and and be with the Lord because He is there for you uh, completely, and uh, and and He will change everything about you. Jesus changes everything. Yeah, and you know, again, don't you know? You don't have to go expecting anything just to go in and where it's quiet and it's peaceful just step aside from your busyness mm-hmm. and just just stop maybe you know what and if you fall asleep okay that's okay yeah well it, it, was it uh, uh, uh teresa of avila who said um because uh, she she was she fell asleep while she was uh, in adoration and uh it came to her you know well what father doesn't love his children when they sleep. When they sleep, yeah, yeah. Was it Teresa of Avila or was it Therese? It could, doesn't matter. It it's, it's one one of the the the, the T sisters, you know. Yeah, one of the T's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the, it's it's. I think it's it's very key for us. And and also, when you do go to that hiding place, don't take that you know that that black mirror that that uh, we hold in our hands and and uh, you know seek uh, information from all day long mm-hmm. you know, yeah put that aside yeah put that aside because you know it's that's that's a virtual world it's not a veritable world but if you are in the veritable world if you are in the place of of god in 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 the sanctuary uh, or facing the sanctuary um, you are in the real world that is real. Yeah, that's the real world. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Well, we're going to go and uh, we got a little bit of time here, but we're going to go and close uh, with uh, this is this is uh, uh, taken from uh, Psalm one twenty seven, uh, and um, I like this too. I think it's, a, it's actually a good way to close the first half of notes from above, uh, and the the uh, the piece is called "Unless the Lord Build the House." Now. You know, I don't know if we have enough. We don't have a lot of time to go and talk on that. But, uh, you know, unless the Lord build the house in vain, do the laborers build? Mm-hmm. Unless the Lord guard our city in the night, in vain does the watchman keep vigil. And uh, it's it's just a, a lovely piece. And, and I hope you listen to it carefully and take it into your heart. Don't turn the dial. We're going to come back with some really great music, and we do want you to, to stay tuned. So um, we're going to listen to Unless the Lord Build the House, John Michael Talbot, from his recording, Hiding Place, on Troubadour Records.
his people. For precious in the eyes of the Lord is the sacrifice of love, is the sacrifice of love. How shall I make a return for all the good he has done for me? Salvation I will take up, I will call on the name of the Lord, I will call on the name of the Lord, your servant. Consecrated to the Lord, I will offer a sacrifice. I will call on the name of the Lord. I will call. On the name of the Lord, how shall I make a return for all the good He has done for me? The cup of salvation I will. On the name of the Lord, I will call on the name of the Lord. My Vows to the Lord I will fulfill in the sacrifice of love. Well, welcome back to Notes from Above, the program that explores the intersection of music and faith, and I am your co-host, Deacon Tom Lowy. I'm the other co-host, Sister Sarah Burdick. You've done a good job, Deacon Tom. We'll have to have you back. 
Well, do you like my voice? The way I'm singing so beautifully? Yes. No, that, that's not me. Head that's, cold. You know, yeah, that's, oh. <laughs> look, at, I, I do want to go and, and uh, talk <clears throat> about our, our artist that we are featuring today on Notes from Above, John Michael Talbot. John Michael Talbot. I mean, we've talked to him before uh, yes. on the show. I think more than once, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. we've interviewed him. Uh, Maybe. We, Maybe so. We did, we did a, a retrospective of his of his career. Um, this is I don't want to tell you how many years ago it was, but it was well, a long time. Ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Lovely guy. I mean, I just enjoyed his co- his company. On uh, you know, he was just terrific. Um, uh, but John Michael uh, is one of the most prolific Christian artists. Uh, that I can think of. I don't know anybody who's got a discography that is quite as deep as his. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. I mean, he just put out one, one, you know, uh, LP and one CD uh, after mm-hmm. another, and he just did it. And uh, 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 he, he's, um, I think he's, he's really an important um, voice. Let, let's talk about, you know, besides the voice, which is so beautiful. He's just, you know, we, we, mm-hmm. we sort of hang on that lilting quality that he has. But he plays a beautiful guitar as Have well. Have you ever seen him in concert? Yes. Yes. What? It just holds you, doesn't it? I know. He just comes out with that guitar. Uh-huh. Plays a nylon string. That's right, he does. And you can hear the softness of it. You don't hear any... Even though when he right. gets brittle, it's it's the mm-hmm. nylon brittle sound. It's mm-hmm. not, the, not the steely sound. You know, he doesn't but have that. He just that. comes out. Yeah. He sits in a chair. And I saw him in... Con- it was just him. Was blown away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he owns he owns the audience because he owns the music. He really does. He knows what he's saying. Uh, he's um he's born in '54. Um, he's still with us. Uh, he lives in in uh, uh, Arkansas. He's got a he's got a hermitage uh, where a number of people go uh, and do the office every day. That's part of the part of the the is sort of a monkish kind of a, a a group of people. And I happen to know a guy, uh, a priest who 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 goes there regularly. Do you know how many are part of this community you know or? i don't and mm. that's a great question and, and mm. i'm sure that um uh it's one that you know you know you don't want to go and and uh uh you know sort of crowd the monastic community but i'll bet you they 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 know um you know they, they probably would welcome you if you were to go and visit them okay mm. you know mm-hmm. i'm sure of that but you know he comes from uh a rich background uh you know when he was 15 years old he dropped out of school Okay. <laughs> really? I don't I don't think I knew that. Yeah, yeah. And uh so he was performing for a group called Mason Prophet and I don't know if you guys remember mm-hmm. that. Uh I'm showing my age cuz I do remember that. It was a it was a country rock band and uh he uh, he played with his his older brother Terry. Right. Uh, and um they they really they toured all the time. Um I I read somewhere that um one year they actually did 300 concerts in a year. Now, how many, how many days are there in a year? Uh, 365. So, yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. So they were, they were big. Okay. People, people wanted to hear them. And, um, so he had, um, he had quite a, quite a journey in his life. Uh, he, he, uh, uh was religious in, in his, uh, orientation and, uh, he followed Buddhism for a while mm-hmm. and then, and then he, and then he did go to, to uh, Christianity. And, um, it was when he went to Christianity that he found Christ in, uh, in the, the church. Uh, the Catholic Church that we know so well, and that, and once he went there, he never looked back. He yeah. he quit Mason Prophet, and he said, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, you know, the man that God has called me to be." I didn't realize that he was born into a Methodist family. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. pretty interesting guy, and mm-hmm. um, uh, we 
uh, we're blessed to have him. So let's go and talk about the song that we just heard, okay? It's taken from a recording called Hiding Place uh, on Troubadour Sparrow Records. Uh, it was released in 1990. Sounds fresh today. Mm-hmm. And um, the song that we heard was My Vows to the Lord. And this is a, a paraphrase of Psalm 116. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll read just a little bit of it, and then uh, um, we, we can reflect on it a bit, too. Um, he opens with, My vows to the Lord I will fulfill in the presence of all his people, for precious in the eyes of the Lord is the sacrifice of love. Is the sacrifice of love. And then the chorus goes, uh, How shall I make a return for all the good that he's done for me? The cup of salvation I will take up. I will call on the name of the Lord. It's just a beautiful, beautiful psalm. Uh, but, uh, your reflections, sister. Sure. You know, this is a, a part of what's called the Egyptian Hillel. These were psalm, Psalms 113 through 118. Were, um, it was customary to pray these at the Passover. And a couple of them would be prayed before the <clears throat> before the Passover meal, and then the rest would be prayed later. But I think wait, wait, about, wait. Is it, are these the ones that they sang when they left the upper mm-hmm, room? Mm-hmm. Wow! Right. When you see in Mark's gospel, and it says, "And they sang a hymn," so these were some of the hymns, so to speak, that they wow. were singing. So, yeah. so let's yeah, we can look at that. Let, yeah, go, so they go would sing. It. Yeah. So it's Psalm one thirteen through Psalm one eighteen. So again, it was customary to, to sing the first two. Um, before the Passover meal, and then the last four probably, you know, would be sung after the Passover meal and even on their way, as we read in yeah, the yeah. gospel. And, you know, you think about <clears throat> um, Jesus knew. He knew that he was going to be arrested. Yeah. He knew he was going to be crucified. Um, and I think about what does he say, you know? Well, what would I say if I if I knew that was going to happen to me? I'd be like, everybody in the world, please pray for me. Um, you know, but, yeah, sure, sure. but you know, he prays the psalm. I love the Lord because He has heard my supplications. He's heard my pleas. Uh, Gracious is the Lord. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. This is Jesus praying this psalm before he's he's on his way to. The he's garden. praising God. He's <clears throat> excited about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the hard part, you know. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm sure he's grieving at the same time. And but. then and then he prays, "What shall I render to the Lord for all His bounty to me? I'll lift up the cup of salvation. I'll call in the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of His people." <laughs> Whoa! It's such a beautiful. Whoa! You know, and we hear this sung at. <clears throat> excuse me. We hear it sung. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, no, it's all right. It's, it's at that time we, of year. We, yeah. yeah, it is. We we hear it sung at uh, Holy Thursday Mass. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's the, there's a, a deep um, uh, prophetic quality within it, oh, isn't it's there? So good. Because it, you know, if it is being sung by Christ, singing, you know, as he sings this, as he as he goes to the uh, the Mount of Olives. Where he will suffer, mm-hmm. he, he that is the beginning of it all. All right, yeah. uh, and yet, and here he is singing this song singing. of praise to God. Yeah, I know. Wow. I hope I go out like that. And he says, uh, you know, I will sacrifice, mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what uh, 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 John Michael Talbot does here too. He says, you know, my vows to the Lord I will fulfill 
<clears throat> excuse me, in the sacrifice of love. Yeah, he does a little paraphrase on that, but that's okay. Hey, you know, but I'm I'm happy that he does that. Mm-hmm. I think he takes it in the right direction, okay? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if he's going to fulfill these in the sacrifice of love, what is Christ? What is the cross? If it is not, it is. That's exactly what it is. That's precisely what it is. Oh, you're making me think of something else, but I'll wait because it involves a story, so I don't want to go there. Um, okay, well, hold on. I'll wait. You're going to wait. Okay. All right. I shall wait. So put, put a bookmark on that because folks, sister's coming back to it. Um, this next, um, uh, piece is called, I will lift up my eyes, not my lies, my eyes. I will lift up my eyes. And this is a, a a paraphrase, uh, from uh, the prophet Isaiah chapter 38. And, um, I want you to listen to this musical performance by John Michael Talbot, orchestration by Phil Perkins, and, uh, produced by the great Billy Ray Hearn. Let's listen to, I will lift up my eyes. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. Oh Lord, I am in strength, be my surety. Like the eyes of a maiden, on the hand of the Lord, so our eyes are stayed upon you. So our eyes are stayed upon you. Behind your back, all my sins. 
beautiful that is. I will lift up my eyes. It's a, a paraphrase of Isaiah 38, beginning with chapter, I mean, uh, chapter 38, beginning with uh, verse 10. Um, sister, do you, um, do you have a, a little, little thought on that? I mean, I can read, I can read what, what it said here. Okay. Uh, it says, my eyes grow weak, uh, gazing heavenward. This is, this is the prophet. Okay. Oh Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. Like the eyes of a maiden on the hand of her Lord, so our eyes are stayed upon you. I love that. And then it goes to the chorus. I will lift up my eyes unto the mountains. I will lift up my eyes from whence comes my help. I will lift up my eyes unto the Lord. Amazing. So why don't we work on applying that to our lives today? Tell me. What, is, what does that mean? Um, I will lift up my eyes to the Lord. Hmm. That's what I want to think about. What, what does it mean to lift up your eyes to the Lord? For me, Deacon Tom, it's, Lord, help me to get my eyes off of myself. Help me not to be self-centered. Help yes. me not to be self-concerned. Help me, Lord, to, to look upon you and to always trust that, you know, he's always gazing on us. I mean, that that's the reality. That's amazing, but it is so. You know, he's always present to us. We're not always present to him. I know we've said that before. Um, and knows exactly what we need. So maybe I could fit in a little story. Here. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, here's something. I, okay, so stay with me. I was pondering this. I was reading... Uh, Benedict XVI's book on um, the infancy narratives. Yes, so Jesus oh, of great book. Yeah. And the infancy narratives, and it's very thin. Um, <clears throat> but this really struck me. Um, he he got into talking about the passage of the paralytic. Now, why the infancy narratives? I can't tell you why, but what the context was for that, but I can tell you this much. So he's talking about that passage and how this paralytic is lowered into the house and Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. I love, Benedict takes that passage, or he takes that, and he says, so that's not what they wanted to hear. <laughs> your sins are forgiven, right. you know, and there's the only, only God can forgive sins. Um, and then he, he talks about the concrete need. No, we're, we're just looking for this guy to be able to walk. Exactly right. We know, we know that you, you healed a leper, you know, you, so could you heal him? Like, we're not looking for his sins to be forgiven. Right. We're looking for a physical healing. So Isn't that then, just like us? It is. And then he goes on to say, so is that too little? Is that too little that he just said your sins are forgiven? I mean, reality is the root of our suffering 
the root of all of suffering oh, yeah. is our sin. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he's like, so do they think that's too little? This is just too little. That's not what we wanted, right? Yeah, we want something more kind of superficial or something we can see, like prove this, right? We want here but, and now. Right, you know, and then we know that passage. So Jesus goes on to say, so that you know that the Son of Man has power to forgive sin. All right, buddy, get up. Get up. You know, take your get take up. your bed and go home. Okay, so I was thinking about that, how their question was, is that too little? So I was thinking about that, and I was in our chapel at the mother house, and I was just gazing at the crucifix, and I thought to myself, and is that too much? Is that too much? Jesus, I, I, I just wanted a healing. Uh, oh, you know, I'm going to die on the cross for you. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, he goes yeah. way, you catching this? He, I he goes way beyond any expectation we could possibly have. And it's like, is that too much? That's what it looks like. That's, oh wait, that's just too much. Just, just, just a little touch, heal, and let's go. And home. we're done. We're and done we're, with we're it. We're done. Right. We're all done. Yeah. But no, I'm, he's gonna die on the cross and be completely sacrificed so that I can live forever. Right. But it, it, I've been pondering that for about a week. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you if if you read the gospel uh, for this uh, today's mass. Oh, oh yes. You know, mm-hmm. of, of Jesus touching, healing the leper. Yeah. Yes, but he touches him. Now, uh, you know, it dawned on Unheard me. Unheard of, right? Yeah. Would you do it? Mm-hmm. You know, seriously. I mean, I, I mean, this leper had the nerve to come right up to Jesus. Oh, they would yeah. usually keep their distance. Oh yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, and, and once the word gets out, you know, no, he touched the leper. Are they going to touch him? You know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah. everything's just like right. swirling around yeah. this moment. Okay, uh, but Jesus does. He reaches out and he touches us. I mean, that's, that's yeah. uh, uh, you know, it's amazing. And when it happens, um, sometimes we're we're just like we're stunned by that reality. How can that be? Yeah. Okay. Yep. A- am I the leper? You know, maybe. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, um, uh, I'm not someone that somebody wants to touch. You know what? And get this. This actually came, um, from the Magnificat, which just really hit me. And, um, it's from Rita Simmons. And she's oh, yeah, talking yeah. about, yeah. she's talking about the leper, but she says, and this really hit me. She said, you know, if the, think of the, the leper saying, unclean, unclean. And then the leper would say, you know, this is my mission to let everybody know, flee from me because I'm unclean. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, that's your mission. Right. To I always, must do this. Yeah. Everybody, I'm unclean. Stay away from me, you know? And it's like, mm. so, an e-moment, as we used to call them. Okay, go for it. Evangelistic moment. Hey, if you feel like, hey, I'm... I'm way out of reach. I'm way out of God's reach. He can't forgive me. He can't love me. Oh, yes, he can. Yes. He wants to touch you. He wants to heal you. Don't be afraid yeah. to go right up to Jesus and say, you know, the leper says, if you can. And Jesus is like, what? If I can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So don't yeah. be afraid. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, listen, we're going to go close notes from above. We've been listening to great stuff today. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, I, you I, know. I agree. And, we'll, uh, we'll have you back. You yes, yeah, we'll have to have this uh, this yeah. again. Um, uh, the next piece that we're going to the last piece, uh, and I want to go and just take you there. This is called There is a, a Time. There's a Time. It is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes. Um, you know it. 
so very well, you know, uh, for everything there is a, a season, a time and a season. And uh, this is just a beautiful piece. Uh, this is a, a John Michael Talbot, an orchestration, Phil Perkins, the name of the song, There Is a Time. Thank you. 
wanted time for everything and a time for every purpose under heaven.